Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. I want to talk about the spirit of breakthrough. Oh, I'm excited about that. Spirit of breakthrough. Um, you know, God, uh, yeah, God is in the business of breakthrough. Uh, if you're stuck, if you, if you feel like you, there's just some things that you can't get free of, i got some good news for you tonight. God is a God of breakthrough. God is a God who, he just, we, don't, we don't have to settle and can't, we don't have to go, well, maybe this is as good as it gets. Maybe I just need to, I need to dial back my hopes. Maybe I just got to live with some stuff. I want to tell you, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Uh, God is a God of breakthrough, and tonight I just believe God wants to set some people free from some stuff. Um, you know, flick up the next one. We, um, many of you know, we've been uh, talking about fasting and feasting. Some of us uh, for three weeks did this Daniel fast, uh, where we we pursue God, we chase God, we go after God for some breakthrough. But then the feasting part is we celebrate God, we thank Him for what He's done. But um. If you know the context of the Daniel fast that comes from Daniel chapter 10, where Daniel got a revelation from God and, and, and he didn't understand it and it disturbed him. And he's like, I need a breakthrough on this. And so they, he just understood the way that you, one of the ways culturally they did that is they would kind of fast. It just showed in a determination for some breakthrough in God. And, and, and again, because he's probably because he's working, he can't just cut out everything, but he made a choice just to dial back the kind of level of food, just enough to keep him going. But like, I want to press into God. I want to go for it with God. So it just said, and for three weeks, and so that we, some of us did this 21 day, for three weeks he pursued God. And he just said, I ate no choice food, no meat or wine, touched my lips. And it's like, by the way, there is another thing. I use no lotions, but we don't do that, thank God. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having sweet-smelling bass players. We'd be having very smelly bass players. So, um, but, um, but, but we do that. It's like, man, there's times when I just like, God, I just, there's more. Come on, there's more for my life. There's more for my family. There's more for my kids. I feel like there's more for my life than what I know. And God, I just want to, just the normal comforts of life, I just put them in the back seat for a period to dial up this thing like, God, there's more. And and if you know the story, um, if you flick up the next one, you know, was that the next one? Next one. Yeah, so um, on the, um, and, and so three weeks later, he has this spiritual encounter. Uh, this angelic figure appears to him, like he's pursued God, and for 21 days, nothing happened. And then on the 21st day, this angel breaks into his world. How many would like that as a good, like, man, I, God, speak to me, boom, there's an angel standing in front of me. And, and you know, and it's just incredible um, power and fire and, Voice like the sound of a multitude and flick up the next one. And then he says this. And he just, I love this. He said, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed. You know, sometimes when we feel like, 
man, we're stuck, the heavens are silent, we feel like, does God even care? And, and, and you need to know that it's not that God doesn't care, but it, the fact is there's a battle for your destiny. It's not that God is not interested. The fact is there's a fight for what you're after in God. And something has got to be determined like, man, it's not like, oh, maybe God hates me, God, maybe God doesn't like me. No, no, you are highly esteemed. You're a child of God. You're a daughter or son of the Most High God. But there's a battle for your life. There's a, there's a fight for what God's got for you. And, and, and so this angel had been sent to um, speak to him. Flick up the next one. You know, and here's the context. Look, don't be afraid. Sometimes it's like, man, I'm, I'm scared. Like we hear all this stuff. At, I'm, I'm actually scared that there's no way out of this situation. And, and, and I want to say today, tonight, don't be afraid that you're alone, that, that you're powerless, that you're trapped. It's a lie. You're esteemed by God. And, and he gives the reason why they'd been, you know, I love this. The, since the very first day you set your mind to gain understanding, your words were heard. Come on, God heard your prayer, but there's a fight for your answer. There's a fight for your breakthrough. It's not that God hasn't heard. It's not that God's not interested. It's not that God doesn't like you. You are esteemed by God. Your prayer was heard, but there's a fight for your breakthrough. And he unpacks it. Verse 17, the prince of the Persian kingdom. He's not talking about a human prince. He's talking about some kind of spiritual power over this kingdom. Resisted me 21 days. Come on, there's, a, there's, a, there's spiritual powers that don't want you to get your breakthrough. They don't want you to get your answer from heaven. And they're resisting, but i got great news. They can't stop it. And he just says, then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there. But, but God's throwing his resources into your breakthrough, into your answer from heaven. And flick up the next one. And, and, you know, and again, he reiterates, don't be afraid, you are highly esteemed. Come on, peace. Be strong now. Be strong. You know, and it's like sometimes just the battle takes a toll on us. It just, oh, man, I got my breakthrough. Oh, I wake up in the morning. I'm back in bondage. Try again. And it just, it just wears us down. And, you know, the first part, they got, he just wants to speak his peace, and he wants to put strength back in, into you. Uh, you know, and, and then I love it. He just said, I was strengthened. He's like, okay, now I'm ready, like, um, now, because you, now I'm, I'm ready to have another go at this thing. Come on, this thing is gonna fall. It's gonna go down. Come on, tonight, God wants to, you know, some of you to get break free from addictions, break free from things that are holding you back. And so I just want to encourage you at this. Come on, be strong. God's peace is in you. Come on, your breakthrough is coming. Uh, and, and then he, fuck up the next one, you know, and he, and he reiterates, soon I'll return to the fight against the prince. And when I go, the prince of Greece will come and no one supports me against him except Michael. Your, he's like, come on, Daniel, get it. There's a battle for your purpose. There's a battle for your destiny. There's a battle for what God wants for you. But God is a God of breakthrough. And, 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 and tonight, come on, he wants to bring a breakthrough in your life. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Go on, there's breakthrough coming. Uh, flick up the next one. I, and, and so I want to talk about this breakthrough. You know, the thing I love, the Bible finishes with the decisive breakthrough. And, and we need to go fast forward right to the end of the book and see 
God brings his breakthrough. And, uh, you know, the, it, it really comes to a climax, Revelation 19. You know, the last three chapters of the Bible really fix everything that went wrong in the first three chapters. And the whole thing gets set up, Revelation 19. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. Talks goes on with justice, he judges, wages war. He's dressed in a robe. And um, click up the next one. And the, uh, oh no, yeah, the armies of heaven were following him on white horses. On his robe down the bottom, verse 16, he has the name King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Can you go back? So flick back, the, let's go back. So it's Jesus coming on a horse. You're like, what's that about? I, I, I think it's about horses represent power. And I don't know if you watch like movies like, um, you know, the kind of medieval things where there's all the soldiers are there and then the cavalry comes through. And it's like the, the soldiers just get scattered because these horses come just galloping through. And, and it represents just power, breakthrough power. You know, the soldiers might be tussling, but when the cavalry comes, they just smash through the line. And, and this is a picture. This is the moment when Jesus smashes through, breaks through. It's, the enemies are scattered. And, you know, and then that's where if you flick up the next one, it's not only him, but the armies of heaven riding on white horses. A whole, the whole of heaven smashes through every obstacle. And, and that's how history finishes. One day, Jesus is not just Jesus, gentle Jesus, meek and mild. One day, Jesus comes smashing through the obstacles, smashing through everything that's stopping back. And that's where the, you know, then... In the next few chapters, Satan is thrown into the lake of fire. Um, the, the new heaven and new earth, death is destroyed. Uh, not weeping is white. It's like when Jesus smashes through, things change. But I got good news for you. Yeah, that's where we're headed. But do you know what? We get to drag something of that future into our life right now. And we might not see everything shift, but stuff happens now. And you don't have to just live with stuff and wait till you die and go to heaven. Jesus comes and breaks into your world. And I, you know, just like in the back of your mind, like what are the area like I'm feeling stuck here? I, I just need Jesus to come smashing through this area. I need something to shift in this area. And, you know, it's great. We don't have to wait right till the end to see some dimension of that happy now, happen now. In fact, even in the Old Testament it happened, if you flick up the next one, there's this great story in First Chronicles 14, and it's about David. Um, I, I think it was, uh, the, other, the other weekend I was in Nelson um, at the Equippers Church there, and I had to stay overnight for some meetings and stuck in this motel flicking through all these Christian channels that I never watch any other time. And I came across this American, old American evangelist guy, and he was preaching from this thing. And I, he just like, he pointed out, when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed, they went up in full force to search for him. Wish I had that Southern American thing, but he's like, Gut, you know, the devil isn't scared of your education. The devil isn't scared of your experience. The devil is, but the devil hates the anointing that's on your life. 
And when you begin to know who you are, all of hell, like, we've got to take them out now because if they discover who they are, there's nothing's going to stop them. And sometimes we think like, oh, man, come to Jesus and everything will be nice. No, no, come to Jesus and all heaven kind of, all hell wakes up and like, we've got to try and get this guy because he's starting to realize who he is. And if there's a battle in your life, it's because the devil knows what you're discovering. Come on, be encouraged if if all hell is against you. It's because the devil is like, we're in trouble because he's learned that he's anointed a king. She's discovered that she's a princess of heaven. She's starting to know who she is. Come on, I can feel God's anointing coming. It's because you're starting to realize who you are in God that hell knows they gotta, they got to try and take you out now because you've been anointed king. Come on, Kunz, you've been anointed uh, the, the daughter of the Most High God. And, you know, I just said David heard about it, went out to meet them, and he you know, inquired of the Lord, shall I go and attack them? Will you deliver them into my hands? Let's flick up the next one. And, and Lord, the Lord answered, go, I'll deliver them. So David and his men went to this place. There he defeated. This is what he said. As the waters break out, God has broken out against my enemies. The images of like a dam where suddenly the water kind of suddenly breaks through and then suddenly it just goes boosh. The images of a, a wall where the, where the soldier's manager break through the wall and then the army pours in. And David discovered a dimension of God where God smashes through and suddenly the enemies are scattered. Suddenly it's a breakout. It's like a dam bursting of the purposes of God into their life and, and an unstoppable force. And, and, and he actually called that place Baal Perazim, which means the Lord who breaks out. And I reckon some of us need to arrive at a place where you draw a line in the sand and you discover, at this point in my life, I discovered the Lord of the breakthrough. Cool, I've struggled with some stuff from you, but on this night, I discovered, I learned about the spirit of breakthrough. I discovered the God of breakthrough. I discovered not just the God of a distant promise, but the God of breakthrough. I pray that tonight is one of those places for some people. On this night, I discovered the God of breakthrough. I discovered the God who can shift some stuff. I discovered the God who can smash through my enemies, destroy their power, scatter them. And, and, and yeah, and, and it's like, man, forever this place was the place David's like, at that place, I learned the God of the breakthrough. Come on, some of you, tonight, I learn about the God of the breakthrough who destroyed my disappointment, who broke the power of that addiction. Come on, who set me free from this bondage, who set me free from despair, set me free from disappointment. At this place, on this issue, I discovered the God of the breakthrough. Come on, for some of you, this is your moment to discover the God of the breakthrough. Don't settle like maybe this is good as it gets. Maybe I need to adjust. Maybe I just need to learn to live with that. No, hell has no answer for the God of the breakthrough who smashes through your enemies. Uh, Flick up the next one. And it goes on, you know, once more they raided the valley. And again, David inquired. And this is where he's like, don't go directly after them, but circle around, attack them in front of the poplar trees. 
when you hear the sound of marching and the tops of the poplar trees move out to battle because that will mean God has gone out in front. It's like I was stuck and I was impressed, but I discovered the God of the breakthrough. And now it's like I'm just hearing the armies of heaven are just smashing through in front of me. The enemy's falling back, stuff's shifting in my life. There's, uh, as we said, there's stuff that I couldn't have orchestrated, but God is bigger than me and stuff is starting to happen. Come on, if you've been around for a while, there's years that you just hang in there, persistence, but you come to a moment where you discover the God of the breakthrough, and there's an anointing for breakthrough. We don't have to settle for second-class Christian. Come on, you're, you're anointed to be king. It's time for a breakthrough, and I love this. You know, so David did as God commanded them. They struck down the Philistine army. This, so David's fame spread throughout every land, and the Lord made all the nations fear him. Man, I pray that people start to see how come you get some back pay from eight years ago. How come other people, a marriage falling apart, destroyed them? but you seem confident and you feel, you just seem like you carry dignity. How come, that people like, how come you got through that? How come something shifted for you? How come you moved on from that? And the devil's like, he scares me now because I can't stop him because he knows who he is. She knows she's a daughter of the Most High God. She's found her breakthrough. And now it's like one little trickle has now become a flood. That's how it happens. You get one little breakthrough and then it turns into a flood and the enemies, and what was one little breach in the wall now just bursts open and becomes an unstoppable flood of the armies of heaven, of the water of God. And it's like, man, I'm ready for a breakthrough. Um, Flick up the next one. This... um, There's a great um, passage in um, Micah just prophesying this. The one who breaks open the way will go up before them. God, that David is like, there's different names for God. David discovered the God of the breakthrough. You need to discover the God, the one who breaks open the way. God wants to break open a way from you. Where you're stuck, God wants to break open a way in front of you for you to walk out of what's ever holding you back. Come on, disappointment, disillusionment, despair, addictions. God wants to break a way out of that. And and it just says they will break through the gate and go out. And it's like he breaks out and then you walk after him breaking out of that. And it's like, I'm a different person now. I'm not stuck back in this place. I'm not dictator. I'm not under the control. I'm walking out of that place. That's my history, but it's not my future. It's my past, but it's not my destiny. Come on, I wonder how some people like tonight, I'm ready to walk out. I'm ready for God to make a breach in the wall, and I'm going to walk out with him, out of my captivity. I'm going to walk out into a new beginning. 2019, I'm going to step into something new and different. And it just says, you know, their king will pass through before them, the Lord at their head. Man, I'm just following the God who breaks out of every captivity. And the devil's like trying to patch up the walls, trying to keep you in bondage. And God is just the God of the breakthrough. Tonight, as some people are like, man, I'm just ready to receive a breakthrough. I'm just ready to break out of what I'm doing. 
Uh, flick up the next one. Um, we we do sermon weeks in um, at college in Auckland with the first years, and there's a girl, Emma Bra, just little little girl from Thames, but she's like this powerhouse inside, and she preached this message on praise your way to promise, and she talked about, you know, the Israelites in the wilderness heading into the promised land, and, and she talked about the, her points with us, number one, to remove your, oh, sorry, go back, to remove yourself from the wilderness, you must remove the wilderness from you, it's like, we just get, it's like, man, yeah, I'm just the broken person, I'm the person who never succeeds, my relationships never work, it's like, you got to get the victory in there, and she, she asked the students this great question, where have you camped when you should have advanced? Oh, well, maybe I just need to settle for this. No, you don't. You know, and she quoted from this passage, uh, flick up the next, Deuteronomy 1. The Lord said, you have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camp and advance. Come on. You've stayed, we've like, I'm, I've stayed long enough going around and around, going nowhere. Oh, I think that I got free and I'm back in the addiction tomorrow. I thought I got free, I'm back into this dysfunctional relationship. I thought I was free, but I'm back into beating myself up again. It's like, come on, you've stayed long enough here. It's time to break camp. I'm not going to camp here. I'm going to advance. Come on. I wonder how many people are ready. Like, I'm ready to step into something new in 2019. I'm done with that. I'm done with the chains of 2018. And, and, you know, and then going on, she'd flick up the next one. She just talked about, you know, then they go into the promised land. And the first thing they encounter is this big walled city of Jericho. You know, where they got, it's like, oh, man, I thought God's promises were going to land in my lap. No, you're going to have to break through some stuff. And her point is this. You know, they walked around for seven days and then they had to shout. And her point was this, praise is the password to your promise. Once they had, this is all her said, once the Israelites had broken camp and crossed the river, they still had to break down the walls of Jericho. It's like, devil, you're going down. That belongs to me. A future belongs to me. Some mental health belongs to me. A career belongs to me. A marriage belongs to me. Come on, family belongs to me. I refuse to accept that you control that thing. Those walls are going to fall because I serve the God of the breakthrough. I serve the God who breaks through, who breaches the walls. I just need one crack in the wall and then the thing goes because that's how it works. You know, and, and I she flick up the next one. She talked, she had some great passages. You know, Isaiah 30, the voice of the Lord will shatter Assyria with his rod, he will strike them down. Every stroke the Lord lays on them with his punishing club will be to the music of timbrels and harps as he fights them in battle. My job is to praise. My job is to praise. His job is to break out. Come on, my job is to praise him his job is to break out because when I praise him, he inhabits my praise and the Lord of the breakthrough has arrived in my situation. Come on, if you can praise him where you are, the God of the breakthrough will arrive in your world and then he's gonna smash out of the walls that are holding you back. You just need God to turn up in your world and there'll be a breach of the wall. Come on, there'll be a breach of the wall. Um, next, flick up the next one. You know this at, through the praise of children. This is something we often quote. This through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe. Because here, it's interesting. 
specific children and infants, they have no strength, they have no power. Because here's the key, the power is not in your strength, the power is in the one that you praise. So even children and infants can get a breakthrough if they'll praise God, because then he inhabits their praise, and it's the size of the one who inhabits your praise, not the strength of the one doing the praise. Come on, today, if you would praise God, if you would allow God to come into your world, the enemy can't stop you. He's a God of breakthrough. There's a spirit of breakthrough. Look up the next one. She, and, and so she said, you know, praise is often a weapon of war. Countless times in the Bible, praise was a catalyst to victory. It's like, I affirm you are the God of breakthrough. I affirm there is power in the name of Jesus. Higher, higher. You know, we lift them higher. It's like, it's when I do that, the God of breakthrough lands in my world and breaches the walls that are holding me back. Uh, look up the next one. You know, again, many of you would know this. Second Chronicles 20, this Jehoshaphat. In going into battle, ridiculous strategy, appointed men to sing to the Lord and praise him. As they went out ahead of the army, just saying, give thanks to the Lord. It's like, man, if I'll praise him, he'll defeat my enemies. If I'll praise him, he'll breach the wall. If I praise him, he'll break out against the things that are holding me back. Come on, some of you are arrived at a time. Come on, it's time to praise him and to see him smash through your walls. For him to breach the walls that are holding you back. If you go on, he goes, you know, as they began to sing in praise, what the Lord broke out, the Lord said ambushes against the men. They rose up against each other to destroy. After they finished slaughtering, they helped destroy one another. God broke out. God broke out against the enemies. I don't know about you. I don't want some smart ideas how to defeat some things where I'm stuck. I need God to break out. I need God to breach the wall. And if you flick up the next one, I love the kind of conclusion. You know, when the men of Judah came to the place, looked around, they saw only dead bodies. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder. They found them a great amount of equipment and clothing, articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder, it took three days to collect it. Man, how many people want God to smash through the walls in your life and start to go, man, I'm just having a great relationship with my kids. I'm just feeling peace in my life. Stuff is starting to work now. I just feel like there's momentum now. I got one breach in the wall and now it's broken out and the walls are crashing down because God's broken into my life. Uh, flick up the next one. You know, and here again, they named this place. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley where they praised. That is why it's called the Valley of Berakah to this day. Berakah means praise. Man, how many people are stuck in a little valley? If you could find praise in there, God will break into your world. Come on, the spirit of breakthrough. If we'll praise him, God will break through. Uh, you know, flick up the next one. This, back, this is a famous verse that actually is right before this incident. Verse uh, 20, listen to me, people of Judah and Jerusalem, third line, have faith in the Lord your God and you'll be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you'll be successful. What God has promised in your life, if you start praising him for it, 
He'll meet you in the valley and it'll turn it into a valley of praise. He'll breach the wall and your answers will start flowing. And they just start picking up momentum because as soon as you get a breach, it just starts breaking open. The flood starts. It starts with a trickle, but it builds into a flood. Come on, I want to I I encourage you. I've seen it in my life. You fight for the first little breakthrough. Come on, maybe in a marriage that's struggling, just to get a bit of kindness back, and then it just breaches the wall and stuff starts flowing. With a relationship with a kid where you've been separated, just one text that just opens the way again, breaches the wall, and stuff starts happening. Come on, with study, maybe you pass one course and then it just breaches the wall and you pick up confident, like, I can do this. I can go. I can make a difference here. Come on, you pay off one credit card and, the, and then you start to see debt uh, decreasing. Come on, you manage to get through a week without going back to that addiction and just like, I can do this. I can go another. Yeah, I'm going to make some. I'll fall, but I'll pick myself back. And then I've gone two weeks. Now I've gone a month. Now I've gone three months. Come on, just get the breakthrough and see it begin to break out in your life. Come on, let it begin to break out. And I love the context because he said, you know, have faith in his prophets. Come on, what's God spoken into your life? You know, and as Jews, like Israel, I'm going to take you to a promised land. And they're like, oh, we're just stuck in the wilderness. God's like, come on, you've camped here long enough. Remember the words. Come on, you're a child of the Most High God. You're a son or daughter of the King. Come on, He's given you promises. He's spoken destiny. He has purpose for your life. It's time to break camp. If you've settled back, don't dial back. Oh, well, it's like the elephant with the chain. Oh, well, on there. No, no, you can break that thing out now. Come on, you can step into your future. And, and so the specific prophecies, if you go back just at the beginning of the chapter, no, oh yeah, next one, next one, go forward. Sorry, I meant go back in the chapter, but go forward in the PowerPoint, yeah. The Spirit of the Lord came on this guy. Listen, this is what the Lord says down the bottom. Don't be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours but God's. Come on, Jesus took the battle for your freedom. Jesus defeated those things for you. It's not your battle. He did it 2,000 years ago. They have no right to hold you back tonight. And so then, flick up the next one, you know, and so that's where tomorrow march down against them. And verse 17, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord. Do not be afraid. Do, afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow for the Lord will be with you. Come on, it's time for your breakthrough. It's time for your breakthrough. Can I invite you to stand? Maybe the rest of the musicians can come up. We're going to sing that song, There's Power in the Name of Jesus. But you know, I just love tonight. Um, man, can you, can you, I don't know how you engage with God, if it's close your eyes or raise hand, but I just want to declare that the spirit of breakthrough is here. Come on, I've struggled with some stuff in my life, but there's a moment that the walls breached and then it just escalates what happens and we'd love to stand with some people and pray with you if like I need a breakthrough you know and I just love that coming towards the end of the year it's like no no I'm not just oh well wasn't my year 
Try again. No, no. Let's crown the year. With, let's crown the... I got my breakthrough in December 2018. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. 